There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? Learn. I'll learn, tell you, if they learn. didn't do shows over in the UK, we wouldn't have any material because we're stealing another one from the Brits. We're oh, bringing it yes. This time it's on Fox. Big surprise. And it mixes dancing and dating. We didn't get to this yesterday, so let's get it today. Daddy, called, I'm excited about this. Are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called Flirty Dancing. It's a oh. UK import. And here's how it works. Single people each learn one half of a choreographed dance routine, then meet their partner for the first time while performing the full number. They don't speak during the dance and decide if they want a second date based on only on their performance together. It's it'll be the chemistry. It's like how do you smell up against each other? How do you feel like you ho- your bodies work together? It'll be lovely. Right. It's called flirt dancing. It's it's not speed dating. It's no, flirt it's dating. Flirt da- okay. It's dancing dating. It just okay. sounds it's so dance. awkward. It does. But it then, does. That would make but I for think good that TV. would make it be fun. Right. <laughs> you know who's gonna watch it? Me. And Lori. Lori, watch it. No, I just can't won't. wait for the dry well, yes, pumping to happen. You think she'll watch this? She watches everything. Come on. Well, yeah. Uh, Veronica Mars, the revival has done quite well on Hulu and fans already clamoring for more. But will there be more? Well, the logistics is the problem there, according to uh, Kristen Bell. She says, I don't know it's really how soon I would want so much as, uh, you know, the holes in everyone's schedule. So that's a big part of it is getting all the actors together again. And also Rob Thomas, who is the creator and the writer. Uh, he's at work on multiple pilots, so I don't know when he's going to be available. So oh, she's not ruling it problems, out. Problems, problems, problems. She'd what? also like a little bit more money, I'm sure, in the negotiation process if she wants to come back to Holly, do more for Anna so Mars. You really are. No, I'm not. She, <laughs> Kristen Bell deserves the money that she's worth. All right. All right. On a more serious note, uh, Brooke Mueller, she has voluntarily checked herself into a trauma center. This is on the East Coast and is under the care of professionals in her ongoing battle with substance abuse. Her 10-year-old twins, uh, Bob and Max, they are being cared for by their grandparents while she is away. She has been in the trauma center for a few weeks. Um Page Six released some footage yesterday of something that actually happened last year, but we're seeing the footage for the first time, and it's Brooke Mueller preparing to smoke what appears to be crystal meth. She has a, a real van. addiction problem. She She's had it for years, yeah. for years, for years. Yeah, yeah. so hopefully they'll get the we help wish she needs. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that is your dirt alert. More for you on the website. It's a good one. It's called mytalk1071.com, and of course the app. Dirt alerts at the top of every hour. 
and at 820, 1221 and 520. On My Talk 1071. Happy Friday. Welcome, Lori and Julia's show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Lori is off today. She'll be back on Monday. Uh, so, Holly Roberts is. Filling the co-pilot seat today while Julia captains the ship. Oh, gosh. And what a driver I am, boys. Engage. Okay, so it is time. I always worry about playing with you, Holly, because you're really good at this. It's time to beat Shazam, where Donnie... Plays is this where you play music and we guess, or is that you in that the artist? So mm-hmm. let's do the official the artist and friends of mine who want to text me the answers. Feel free. Shazam! Hey, 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 hey! hey. That's, that's not right. Julia, that I'm just being right. honest. I'm just <laughs> being honest. Cheating is not okay. All right, uh, we take a trip through the decades, and we're going to start with a very big hit from the '60s, and I want you to identify who this is. <gasps> Holly. Yes, Holly. It's the Righteous Brothers. Yes, the Righteous Brothers. Bill I think Medley there's a Bobby brother Hatfield. in Las Vegas. There's a Bill Medley is still with us. Yeah. Bobby Hatfield has passed away. Wasn't uh, I knew brother. it was brothers, but I didn't even. <laughs> well, they're not actually brothers. Didn't even, Your did, friends are letting you down, Julia. I didn't where even try. Like, where was, are they? That was really bad. I didn't even try. I decided to take a sip of my water with lemon. Well, well, thanks for painting that picture. Yeah. Okay, let's move into the hey, 70s. I want you to up. identify this group. Gotta say your name and then your guess. Oh. Do you know this, Holly? No, I honestly don't. I know the song. Said you don't love me. A group? It's a group. Pointer Sisters? Wanna be alone. Pointer Sisters. Oh, Julia for the point. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. But I want to be a lover. I don't even know the song. It's a Bruce Springsteen song, actually. It's a fire, the name of that. Okay, Uh, uh, it's a point of peace as we move into the uh, 80s. Okay. Oh, here we go. Who's this? Oh, I know who it is. That girl, Debbie Duncan. Debbie Gibson. Yeah, Debbie Gibson. Julia, coming out with the deep cuts. (laughs) Debbie Gibson is a deep cut? That song is a deep cut to me. Well, you weren't around. Yes, I wasn't around. Thank you. Okay, you were little. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, two for Julia, one for uh, Holly. As we move into the 90s, I need you to tell me this person's name. Foolish games. Sinead O'Connor. No, I know who this is. Jewel. Yes. Yeah, that's Jewel. Jewel. That's a really Jewel. pretty song by her. Yeah. It is. Foolish Games. I forgot. I'm writing What's that one down. What's she doing these days? No. She was starring cool. in a little um, Hallmark oh, was she? situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was. A Hallmark situation. situation. She really was. She, was. she was excellent on a Hallmark movie that I watched. Oh, all right. Was it um, about the holidays? No, the <laughs> countdown to the holidays has started, though. Oh, no, gosh. be quiet. Stop it. No, on the Hallmark Channel. Oh, There's going to be some new, surprising people <laughs> acting on the Hallmark movies. I mean, at least they have jobs, right? Well, that's more powerful. These movies make me so happy at the yeah, holidays. We know. 
you know. You don't have to watch it, really. You can listen. You can peek. No, you can all cook. The same plot. You can shop. You can wrap presents. I mean, you can do everything, but watch the actual movie. Pretty well, much. You, I yeah. mean, but you can follow along. It makes okay, you it's happy. two points apiece. Oh, no. As we move into the 2000s. Who's this? Oh, I know this guy. Oh, Creed. Uh, Creed, no. Is it Lifehouse? Yes, it is. No. Nope. Oh. Sounds like them, though. I would have guessed yeah, that, kind too. Kind of. Kind of sounds like them. Matchbox 20. No. Daughtry? Oh, there you Daughtry. go. That was, that was a good one. Is correct. That was a good one. That yeah, was hard. Lighthouse yeah. was an excellent guest, too. Lifehouse. And Creed yeah, was an excellent guest for you. <laughs> <laughs> All of these. I always thought they were Lifehouse. No. Incorrect, excellent yes. guesses. Okay, uh, let's throw in bands. one more here, just for fun. As we return to the disco era. For this song, which ruled the dance floor, who Donna is Summer? <laughs> okay, you know just the for Bee that, Gees. I'm gonna. Okay, both of you. Here we go. Who's this? It's raining, baby. Gloria Gaynor. No. It's two women. I know it. I know yeah. it. What do they call themselves? Somebody song. get the forecast because the weather girls God are out. Yeah, Holly guys. The weather girls. The weather girls. The weather girls. It's raining in Hallelujah. Holly wins. Barely, though. Julia. Julia, though, that was a great competitive game. It was a very competitive game. Darn that. I know. But it's true, though. It was better than I usually do with you because you usually kick my butt and skunk me. So that was better. I didn't know Debbie Gibson, Pointer Sisters. Well, that just shows my age. (laughs) Life. And my, and my taste in That's music. Seven. Better Not yet. Me. Better yet, my amazing taste in music. All right, when mm. we come back, yeah. somebody is 75 years old today. Are they really? Uh-huh. Oh, it's okay. not an R. It's an is. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh-huh. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here is the deal. Happy birthday, Smokey Bear. Happy Smoke- birthday, oh, Smokey Bear. Smokey Bear. Oh, You're 75 okay. and you look 16. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> so the fire prevention mascot, Smokey Bear, officially turns 75 today. He's remained the PSA um, public service announcement fi- fixture for seven and a half decades um, since his very first um, poster came out in 1944, which was shirtless bear dumping water over a campfire. Um, to celebrate, we've heard from someone else um, who's up there in the years, and she she's going to do a little PSA with Smokey. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like, if you park your car on tall, dry grass, the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So keep the animals safe, especially the cute shirtless one. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Oh, that's sweet. That was sweet. I think so. And they said that, um, you know, just to help people, nine out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. And the Ad Council research shows between 2011 and 18 um, that 
people just fires are so dangerous in the dry, dry land. And so they showed a picture of a car parking over tall grass and mm-hmm. every time you ignite it, you know, there's a little spark. Yeah. So please be careful. And yes. just a little history on Smokey. Um, since Smokey's inception, it was executed by the ad agency Foot Conan Belding. And now they're known FCB, and they still have the campaign. They still have the account. Yes. Wow. Isn't that great? You think it's Urban- weird that Smokey wears pants? Well, a lot of no, he's 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 covering pants. himself. Up. I know. I just like this the idea of him wearing uh-huh. pants. Well, and a hat. Here's the deal about <laughs> so how he came to be. <laughs> Urban lore has it that Smokey was inspired by a real bear that was itself rescued from a fire. It's partly true. It happened after the character was created in the nineteen, actually in nineteen fifty. Firefighters found a live injured cub after a fire in the Captain Mountains in New Mexico. the The live animal Smokey was rehabilitated and lived in the National Zoo in Washington D.C. until his death in the mid seventies. Oh, Smokey! I know. During that time, Smokey the Bear became popular enough to warrant his own zip code. So postal characters mm-hmm. knew where to deliver the letters kids wrote. Oh, well, that's darling. Isn't that sweet? Also, and- I'm disturbed by his pectoral muscles. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Smokey. Listen, in, in the spirit of wellness, oh, he must have had to, you know, get a little bit more fit over the him. years. Look, I, I'm glad that Smokey swole, but it just, you know. <laughs> okay, fine. He's happy, our little oh, Smokey. Yeah. All right, we okay, touched... <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. Well, we touched on this yesterday. Well, I'm not going to say it yet, but um, if you don't think it's too soon, I'm going to say it is, but Halloween and Christmas Oreos are coming out. Oh, stop. Yeah, they're going to be delivered this month. Um, Boo Oreos for um, Boo by Lori. Yeah, Boo, you think I care? Uh (laughs) And Joy by Julia will be the Christmas ones. Those are coming out. English Toffee Peanut M&M's one. The 2019 flavor of the year, which I haven't had them, but that sounds that sound good though. You, yeah, they're, I, I they're okay. Try those. I, oh, yeah. I, I tried try those. them. They're okay. Oh, they're okay. Really? okay. I, oh, they're but not, it sounds good to me. Well, and if it's chocolate, I'm gonna like it. But they're okay. Yeah, I think that the the pumpkin spice stuff. I think they're still trying to do those, that and push that on us. Exactly. But they had a good pumpkin one. The M and M's had something oh, last year that oh, was. Did? Yeah, it was a. Uh, um, Oh, I'm going to think of it. I'm, I don't have it right now. I, I swear it was pumpkin mm. flavor. It was so good. I had a pumpkin spice product, and Holly was here, and Lori forbade me from saying it. Then so don't I, say it. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember this. I'm sorry. But what was it? It was pumpkin spice Kit Kats. Oh, they already came out? They're out, yeah. Was it good? I don't know. I mean, I couldn't even get to finish the story. Lori said, well, do not. Have... Do oh. not talk about oh, this. Oh, I thought white... you ate one. No, she was wouldn't it... let me say anything. All right, well, it's over. I'm going to keep her thing alive. They are coming to a store near you, whether we like it or not. This, I thought, was a good thing. Yeah, what's a good thing? Are you a worrier? Oh, yes. Donnie, are you a worrier? Much better than I used to be. uh, be. Same, and I think it happens with, for me, my kids being older. Mm -hmm. I used to worry a lot about stuff, but a study out of Penn State wanted to figure how much stuff we worry about actually is worth worrying about that's good so they asked 29 people with generalized anxiety disorder to keep a journal of everything they worried about over a 10-day period of Mm -hmm. time and then after three weeks they checked in with these folks to see how many of the worries actually came true 
The result was 91.4% of the stuff people worried about didn't come true no. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only 8.6% did. Less than 10% of the things you worry about is even worth worrying about. And there's more. The most common percentage of worries that came true for people in the study was zero. So while some people in the study did have worries come true, a lot of them didn't have a single thing bad happen to them. So there were silly worries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There were peripheral worries, Mm -hmm. not the big stuff that you spend time worrying about it. So I think for people, you know... I know people, I've got some friends of mine that have anxiety, you know, and need to know the plan and everything yes. that's going to happen and stuff. And, and need would to worry. control. Right. But I think that this is really fantastic news. Absolutely. That you, you yeah. can only control what you can control and yeah. live in the moment. Well, this is fantastic because I'm a grade A catastrophist. You are? Oh, yeah. Meaning I can take it from zero to 800 in about 30 seconds. That is actually, uh, I I read some stuff on this, and that is a very typical behavior of someone like that, Holly. It's called catastrophic thinking. Oh, yeah. I have it. Grade A catastrophic thinking. (laughs) It was like when I, I talked about this on the air, and it made me hot even talking about it, that I was at a Target, and I did a self checkout maybe about a month ago. And then I was checking out everything, boop, 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 go out to my car load in the toilet paper what do i find underneath the big roll of toilet paper you didn't check out the pen i didn't check out something something Some, that was oh. an, of a nominal fee i have so much shame right now i'm not did, even gonna admit you, to, so you, you didn't walk in which would have just alleviated all of this and paid for it no because here's the thing what do you do do you you know and people were like well just go walk back in or do it or do whatever but then yeah. the whole thing is just like no well you know the, oh sorry i walked out of here with the thing no one stuff. by no. the way at target they don't have door checkers that would be only at costco sam's club yeah. and walmart so at target you can walk in there yeah Take whatever it is yeah. well, out of your purse. Now like I'm even check. getting hot talking about it again. All right. oh, <laughs> I'm getting, see, catastrophists. Yeah. But what do you think is going to happen? You just feel the guilt. Yeah. Well, no, I think that everything in my life is going to crumble as a result of oh, something gosh. that is, no, trust me. <laughs> oh, dear. Trust me, catastrophists. Oh, and even oh talking about this on the air right now is probably people listening to me going like, oh, geez, she's a weirdo. Well, we already know that. Well, we yes. already know we already knew that. Yeah. But That's, even more Okay, so. but so this Not is news. good news for you then. Yes, this is good news. I'm taking this with me this weekend and we go forth. Namaste. 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 Yeah. But it really is. You can only, we just, what it is. And it's it's okay. Because you probably overpaid for something. So let that one go. <laughs> let that one go. And the next time it happens, I, you know, because you're not the only person that's happened to Holly. And, sure and I, by the way, we have other Target news for you. I hope it doesn't add to the catastrophe. Well, probably. No, this won't. Um, but Target has always been selling this brand of Levi's. They're not the real Levi's. They've been an off brand of Levi's. And I can't think of what the it's name is. Denizen. Yes, yeah, and I buy Denizen. these. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I came home with a silly pair, and I took all the tags off, and then I tried them on after I took all the tags off and want to return them, but I took all the tags off. So I so paid, now you have a nice I've pair paid, of jeans. I've got a pair of jeans I'll never wear to pay for the your nominal fee thing that you that I'm never going to wear. Target is going to be carrying Levi's red tab. They currently are at the Egan Target. And these are the good Levi's, you know, the Levi's store ones. Mm-hmm. The well, good that's ones. exciting because they are good. I'm it wearing is. some Levi's right now. I had on a pair. I yeah, think I, I took them off. Levi's. I had them on early. I love Levi's. Yeah. Me too. And they fit, and they um, they're great. And so that's going to be happening because without Sears, 
which was a big Levi's person. Right, right. JC Penney sells Levi's too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that there still is the Levi or the country store at malls anymore. I uh, don't know. There is a Levi store in the Mall of America. Oh. And Kohl's sells Levi's. They do. But this is a good thing because I buy, sometimes I just feel at Target, I need new jeans and just buy them. Well, yeah, of course. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, those are cute. Boop, yeah. In the cart. In the cart. Mm-hmm. In the cart. All right. So for people who had made appointments this weekend to have their vaginas steamed. Oh, okay. Don't do it. This is this is real, real, real news. And Lori touched on this yesterday. Don't say touched. Oh. <laughs> okay. So um, don't get your vaginas steamed. Here's why. According to... The, Canada's Journal of Gynecology, they said this is silly to ever have done. It affects the pH of a woman's balance. All you need is soap and water. And someone was trying to do it because she had a prolapse vag. Now yeah. she had to have every juve and do all these other things as a result of it. Please be careful. Yeah. Well, aren't you? If you get it steamed, it's going to get moist and then things grow. No, <laughs> no, but you could burn yourself. And that too. Second that too. degree burns. You hear that goop? Ouch. Started that Oh, we didn't even get to some of our other good stuff. We'll be back. And the frick it all the messages you'd sent. And I know it wasn't right, but it was messing with my head. And everything deleted like the past year it was gone. And when I touched your face, I could tell you're moving on. But it's not the fact that you kissed him yesterday. Well, here's the deal, people. Happy Friday. Yes. Cheers. It's, it's about time Friday gets here, probably a lot of people are thinking. Uh-huh. And... We um, had Sasha Androv on with us earlier talking about a cool event at the Chanhassen. And now we're going to be joined by Elizabeth. We are being joined by Elizabeth Kayfinger. And Elizabeth is the sister of a dear friend of our show from the beginning of time. And unfortunately, he's passed. Grant Ritchie. And if that name doesn't ring a bell with people, I give you Martini and Olive. That was a standard show. You know, it was just what we would do at the holidays with the Swivel Stick Sisters, too. And um, Grant has been at a lot of local theater, is in the History Theater, the Frank Theater. And um, Elizabeth is going to tell us about a really cool thing that they're doing to honor Grant. So, hello, Elizabeth. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Thanks for being on with us. So, tell everybody what is happening on Monday night at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Okay. So, um, about... What we're going to do is, for those of uh, you who don't know, Grant died of cancer. And just to give you a little background information, in 1999, he had colorectal cancer. And he thought that and thought he got over it, but then he metastasized and he um, died of um, brain, lung, and bone cancer in the year 2009. But what he did during that time was he wrote about his cancer and with cancer, he embraced the cancer, and he wrote these wonderful monologues. And he, uh, oh, you're breaking up. To, I'm sorry. Can you, you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. All righty. Yeah, his dream was to support these monologues himself, and he was planning to do it in January of 2020. Yeah. Elizabeth, I don't know where you're yeah, talking your to us. Is, it's, it's breaking up. Out a lot. Can, oh, I'm so sorry. Can you hear me now? Oh, not very well. Okay. Can you move well, to a different location and call us back? Yeah. In fact, I've got a landline here. I'm going to call you back in, two, in a minute. Okay? Sounds okay, great. Sounds great. All right. All right. Call us back on the landline. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you.
Well, what she was talking about is that Grant was writing all of these monologues while he was dealing with his cancer diagnosis. And it, and all of these are going to be collected together in the rectum monologues. Well, and, what yeah. and what they're doing is, if you knew Grant, I mean, Lori and I would try not to wet our pants. He was yeah. so funny and yeah. he was so talented. And mm-hmm. I think the local um, acting and theater community all remember him. He was Donnie, do you just remember us just laughing? Oh, he was hysterically I mean, hysterical. Just so much joy, and it was such a sad thing when he passed. And so, like you said, um, Holly, he'd been working on writing these monologues, and his sister actually lives in Austria. Oh, really? And when Grant passed, one of the things that he um, wanted to do... Elizabeth, are you with us? Yeah, she's here. Okay, I'm kind of summarizing, Elizabeth, what we talked about earlier today, and we talked about it. And so Grant wanted people to perform, and he kind of wanted a show to be made out of his monologues. Am I correct? Yes. So on Monday night at the Bryant Lake Bowl, for one hour, different, um, Elizabeth's going to be one of them, but tell everyone what they can experience on Monday night. Okay, on Monday night, uh, the monologues from his two, uh, 1999 cancer, colorectal cancer. Part of those monologues will be read. There is a little bit of performance also. It's just testing the waters. We want to see where, we, where we're able to go with this. So it's really just come and, and join us and help um, Grant to realize his dream. So, and it's only an hour. And it doesn't cost anything. They're, they're, um, they're, if you would like to donate some money, that would be great to support that evening and possible other shows in the future. But um, everyone's welcome. I, lo- I absolutely love that. And, and we were, while you were, you know, switching phones, we were talking about how Grant had, he was such a bright star and his humor. Yes. I mean, he, he was so funny. He was so funny, and, and through these monologues, his, his humor, humor comes through, and um, it's, they're really incredible. Of course, I'm his sister, so it's, <laughs> I think they're yeah. fantastic, but, but I, I, they really are truly interesting, and each monologue is different, and um, although they're tied together, in a right, way, through, right. through the cancer, so uh, it is, it's, it's a, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a wonderful evening, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to, uh, and Bryant Lake Bowl is where he wanted to also originally perform. So, and they've been fantastic at that's Bryant so, Lake Bowl. That's wonderful. So, yeah, so that's what we're doing. And thank you, and, and thank you. And so this is going to happen Monday, August. Um, is it August twelfth on Monday? It's August twelfth. I believe it. Doors open, doors at, open at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. and the show is at 7. And it's just an hour, and if people want to leave a donation, that'd be fantastic. And I think, I, I mean, what a cool thing you're doing, because I know that you've been trying to coordinate this from Europe and yeah. um, make Grant's dream come true, and maybe yes. we're going to have the rectum monologues. I sure hope the so. The traveling show. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to try to come because um, I just, he was, he was something. He was such yeah. a special person. Yes. And, and um, yeah, he truly was. He's very special. And oh. we all miss him very much. I'm but, sure. But you know what? He's been with us through this entire process. Because yeah. We, we felt him through this process. So, so he'll be with us on Monday night for sure. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Elizabeth, thank you so much, and thanks Thanks. for sharing it with us, and we wish you the best of luck. 
Okay, thank you, Julia. Thank you so much, Lori and and Dottie. You're and, so welcome. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day. Oh, bye. Thank, thank you. you, Elizabeth. Okay, I Bye-bye. remember one time he came in in scuba goggles. Yeah, <laughs> Donnie, do you remember? <laughs> he Donnie, always was wearing something odd. I mean, and we just <laughs> would sit, and we didn't really know what we were doing. Like no. we still don't. They but weren't we, interviews. They were we just were watching him experiences. Yes. So he brought his theater to you and We'd Lori sit Grant Richie. Yeah. yeah. And I remember taking the kids and my dad and Lori and Casey went and the bonus kids of Lori and Casey's my nieces and nephew show. and we saw Martini and Olive and I thought we were just no one could move. Yeah. No one could move because he had such great command of his body. His movements were hysterical. His yeah, facial expression. I mean, comedian. he really was. And mm-hmm. I was looking, because I know we have a picture of him over on our desk in the double wide. And I was looking. I didn't have enough time to really look today, but I want to find it because um, I just think this is cool. And he was so smart and clever and poignant. And he's like, gosh, who gets rectum cancer? You know, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. 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 It seems you know. like he definitely made light of this diagnosis. Going yeah. through it all. Right. He had so, a sense of humor about right. it. Right. And so he's also, before he passed at the very end, he did perform and there will be a little bit of a short film of him at the very end of his life performing. Oh, wow. So I think mm. it'll be really touching. Yes. So anyway, I'm, I was so glad she reached out to us. That yeah, just... Absolutely. Oh, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I want to tell people if you have the last name Green, right, Donnie? G R E E N. Or even an E at the end of Green. Or an E at the end of Green. However you want to spell it. It's your lucky day because Frontier Airlines, um, if you have that name, they're doing a Green Week promo and you have to, you can book a flight on Frontier Airlines um, for August 13th via their website. And once your flight is booked, they will refund you up to $400 if you have legal documents proving your last name is Green or G-R-E-E-N-E. And I think you have to come back on the 20th. It's um, not open-ended. No, it's not. It's leave on the 13th, and back, back on the 20th. Oh, so you so got to be able to make a quick Tuesday, trip. Yeah. Quick trip. Yeah, very quick. So that's kind of a fun promotion, I thought. That is fun. I know. So something My, different. I hope somebody out there has the last name Green and... And can take a last well, minute vacay. Pretty common name. The only green yeah. I'm thinking about is our old football coach. Denny oh, Green. Denny Green. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a well, green. I was thinking of Tom it's, Green. Oh, the actor? No, t- uh, wasn't he the guy from MTV? Uh, yeah, the comedian. Yeah, the comedian. Act, yeah, Tom comedian. Green, yeah. He was married, like married to Drew Barrymore. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was briefly married to her. Seth Green is another actor. Seth, all right, thank yeah. you. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> thank you. I Welcome was, to the green portion of the show. Listen, yeah. tomorrow it'll be purple. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, we've been sitting on this all week and just haven't had time to get to it, but I would like to talk about the Emmy's new strategy for a semi host. A no host host, a lead <laughs> host for key awards, the non host host, oh or the mini monologue host, oh boy. or I the tent pole person to start the show. Oh God. These are all the different names that they used in their press release oh, to say there's going to be no host for the Emmys, but yet we need people. Because we need someone to introduce key categories. So we're right. just having presenters, right? Well, well no, they kind of want a lead presenter, but okay. it's not going to be the host. Okay. Because for key awards, like including outstanding drama and comedy, 
uh, you know, we need somebody to be a non-host host. We have people that will come out and introduce the category. We'll have presenters in between. And then the lead host, who's the non-host host, will come back and finish the category. Can we just have a host if we're going to have anything like that? the stupidest thing I've ever heard. There, there is value <laughs> in someone leading you through. And here's the deal. It's not for the industry. Well, it's right. for us. Well, it's if, supposed to be. If you are going to make... An entertainment, because an award show is a genre of entertainment in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have that, and you're going to want us, <laughs> the little people, to be entertained by you people slapping each other on the back and saying, good job, you have to have a reason for us to tune in because there's a very small amount of people who are actually They're invested audience, in well, the awards. I was just going to say, the audience is shrinking by so much. Yeah. Why can't you put together something... You're in the entertainment business, but they've come across that Emmys won't have a host this year, nope. but will have no. it will have several mini hosts, mm-hmm. mini and then hosts. it will have um, several other hosts that will be lead hosts. And then right. if they're not doing the lead host, it, it might include the possibility of non-host hosts, someone mm-hmm. who might come out and kick things off, so and then be help. done like a mini monologue. Real I, I really headache. think. How long do we think that award shows in general... Don't say that out loud on this show. No, I'm going to say it out loud because I'm going to ask you a question. Here it goes. Here it goes. Ready? How long do you think that the genre of award show telecasts is going to survive. I like, hope until I die. Okay. <laughs> I well, hope for the, the remainder of my... You know. No, no, no. I don't. <laughs> I want to watch these shows. I like Hollywood Beauty you Nights. Do. I yes. do. Yeah. I want to keep okay. watching I them. Don't, I don't but it. I think the the field has gotten so crowded with all these other dumb things that didn't used to be telecast televised that should go back to not being televised you mean other award shows yes oh okay they have too many like critics choice yeah they don't we don't need the, all the, those stick yeah, with the basics the spirit the, awards exactly and, yeah, okay. the independent movie writers yeah, awards whatever. the independent director award the director over the director award <laughs> the mtv atv award <laughs> award award excellence like and craft the services MTV award the atv awards <laughs> <laughs> they're presented the awards are presented on an atv what? now that, that would be out. funny <laughs> That would be a good show, Daddy. But it is something to consider because oh. TV has even, even in the past decade, the idea of TV has changed so much. So how does this award show service what is actually happening out there in TV? And do we care enough to tune in? Because I'm with you, Julia. I love Hollywood Glamour Nights. I love these nights. I love these nights for that reason. Whether or not we're actually watching because we're presenting these awards is kind of neither here nor there. I'm geeky, so I'm kind of invested in them. But I like... Would- Outside I love it. Yeah. And I miss, and here's what I miss. I miss the joy of the night opening up. I hate the instantaneous thing about Twitter, about Instagram, about everything. I like to watch it and have it unfold. But it, the social media part of it, they're already deciding who's best and worst dressed before the show even starts. Right. It's already determined. Remember when we had to wait for People the, Magazine's yes. big double issue before we it. digested yeah. the best and worst dress? I mean, and well, every, I just miss the fun of it all and just being mm. something that would unfold. Yeah. I think the instantaneous thing about everything with it, it just really bothers me. But there's too many awards. There's too yeah, many award there shows. There are too many awards. And when you get yeah. into the music categories, I mean, how many country award shows are there a year? I mean, keep it with the Grammy and keep it with the Country Music Awards. Yeah, now you got Those the, are the ACMs two big ones. and I the mean, CMTs. No one and, keeps 
Yeah, it's just it's, too much. And I a, think it's diluted the money is going to dry up. The sponsorship money is yeah. going to dry up because it's just too, um, everything is just too choppy. Yeah. There's too many different ways that people can get well, their Well, we stuff. see the ratings go down. Less, fewer and fewer people are watching. And and I think, um, you know, you're just seeing that with network TV in general with all the streaming things. But I just, uh-huh. well, I yeah. really, yeah. I think the joy of it was sitting back and being entertained. Yeah. And to me, that in, that requires someone to kick it off. How about this? How long, because the the Emmys rotates among the four major networks, rotates, mm-hmm. how long before Netflix hosts the Emmys? Oh, I'm sure it's going to happen. Think so? Oh, of course. Mm. If they put their hat in the ring and they got enough money, because that's how Netflix it's all about money. dominates, is they throw all the money at yeah. everything. And that's how they got in their way into all this but stuff. Don't, so you agree that, I mean, it's a fun night that we want to be entertained, and we want a funny person to take us through yeah. the entertainment yeah, and jab at these celebrities yep. you, you kind of want to roast yeah, you want to roast yes. Can roast. Yes. yes it was fun yeah i totally agree yeah, if so you're I, gonna have an award show yeah let's do it yeah so so good luck with all the semis the minis the littles the, this, the post the pre's <laughs> good luck to you and i really do miss the days when everything wasn't instantaneous and it would just unfold and you could sit back and enjoy it yeah well now it becomes a competition of who can have the wittiest snarkiest comment instantaneously about whatever right. is going on yeah and yeah. and i want it to be the person on stage yeah I still hold that old thing. So anyway, that's oh gosh, we went off on a serious. No, it's good. You're right. We serious. got some opinion. We do. All right, Tyra Banks <laughs> is living that dorm life well, while at Harvard Business School. She's she's one of us. And she's sitting. Here's what she posted. Jeez. I'm sitting at my at Harvard Business dorm room, pondering the massive undertaking of my new gig at Model Land that launches later this year. I came to the business school many years ago with hashtag model land dream in mind. And now it's so close to launch and I'm so wealthy and so well known that Harvard (laughs) business school is going to let me come here for free and use their resources to come up with my new business venture. By the the way, I'm sitting in a dorm with a bunk bed. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing with Tiger Banks going to Harvard business school. She is not going to Harvard Business School. No, no, she is no. in an extension, extension program, program yeah. where she pays $10,000 to go on a long weekend to hang out at Harvard and say that she went to Harvard Business School. She is not in the MBA program. She is in the little side thing, but she likes to present that she is because it looks good for her. It does. It does. I mean, I understand. I, I love this. According to several outlets... <laughs> Tyra says she completed a nine-week program for executives. Are we? I, I would actually that? like to be involved in a nine-week college course. Well, see, that would be fun, <laughs> but you wouldn't say that you like had an MBA by going no. to nine weeks, no. which is essentially what Tyra's doing mm-hmm. without saying it because she's slapping that label on without people. They'll just look at it and be like, oh, yeah, Tyra, she's so she's something, business right, savvy. Here's Here's something... <laughs> Here's something that I want to know from you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know who Elon Musk's mom is? Oh, yeah. She's a model. Model, mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read a book by her? No. <laughs> it's going to be, no. be called, her, her mom's name is May, and she was a single mom. Mm-hmm. Talks about raising kids alone, financial struggles you went through. I think this would be hard to stomach a little bit. <laughs> 
And it's going to be about her dating life, her marriage, and the fashion industry. She was blocked by agents and couldn't get work for years. I am too. I've been trying to get modeling work for years. Oh, that's very sad. But she's a global success in the primary life, and I'm not. But she'll also discuss dealing with weight, plus size, plus size model issues. Mm. Okay. I really um, would like to know what it's like to raise a genius. To me, that would be interesting. What it's like to raise a kid who's so far advanced and ahead of you. How do you, how, what was that like? Well, there's a story. That Why don't you be, go talk to her and write that one? May's listening today. Hola, May. Who? May, the mom. But that oh. would be interesting to me. Wouldn't it to be, what is it like to raise someone that is that smart? And did he give you a free Tesla? Well, well, yeah. Well, what is it <laughs> like? You know, when did you probably. know yeah. that it Sorry, was mom. like all over <laughs> math? Was Like I knew in fifth grade I was done working math with my kids. Yeah. Mm, yeah I was done long yeah. division, came in, and I just thought, oh. Oh, and your ability to help them out yeah. in the homework department. She you probably were looking was at done it. in kindergarten. I mean, what is it like to raise a genius? I think that would be interesting. Totally. Right. Th- that book, yeah. Yeah, yeah we can yeah. deal with it. We can deal with it. This is kind of a funny headline. A woman calls out her sister for fake Instagram hiking photos that goes by. Oh. <laughs> How would you like it if your sister was pissed at you oh and decided God. to let the world know oh. that my sister just puts on these clothes and stands in front of a green screen? Ah. My sister said she was going hiking. This is our backyard. <laughs> Oh, and uh, oh, I love that mm-hmm. story. She, and the reason she did it is because she felt personally attacked by her sister for putting up fake Instagram pictures yeah. of her hiking in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so pissed oh, if my sister wrong. exposed me. Oh, that's great. That's like that the is, new, yeah, that's... like, you borrowed my shirt without asking. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, in the 21st and, and they're, century. Both, they're 15 yeah. and 16 years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, oh, that, yes, the yes. key years, yeah. like, I, I swore for years my sister would steal things for me. Yeah. For years. Mm-hmm. But we would buy the exact same clothes. She lived in Montana, and I lived here, and we'd see each other. We would buy oh, no. the exact same things. <laughs> at different <laughs> times. At different times, I'd be like, you took that for me. No, I didn't. <laughs> and I'd steal, excuse her for taking my watch. Dad bought me the same one. And I didn't know this, you know, but for years. But we would go at it as, te- you know, college kids. Yeah. Anyway. Well, at least I- you didn't have Instagram to go at each other. <laughs> oh. We'll be back. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julia, My Tech 1071.